Okay, you're not, right. It's, I, when I hear so, live, I think live, live, as in we're doing guys, it live. But I, I think we're deceiving everyone when we say live. Uh huh. Yeah. It means that we will be live. We will not be dead. We will have an audience. And there, we will have an audience. A live a, studio a, audience. A live yes, studio live audience. Studio and uh-huh. they will be laughing. Have we at key moments? Have we actually yes. given out the, uh, this address? Do we want? We to have not given address? it out yet. We are giving it out tonight. Okay. Okay. To anybody that's going to be there. The, the announcement we that we're trying to give is <laughs> this coming Friday, so in two days, we are doing a live audience show. That's what we're trying to say. And if you do want to come, respond to us tonight or tomorrow, uh, because we will be creating certificates. They will be honorary members. Yay! So email bishop at thenicecult.com and if that doesn't go through nathan at thenicecult.com and it will will get you the location yeah we'll get you the location and tickets Mm -hmm. um it's in pleasant grove just so you guys know so pleasant grove friday the third utah Utah, Pleasant Grove, yeah. Utah. Sorry. So if you want to fly uh, all the way from England, <laughs> yeah, to our international or from listeners, Australia, or from Guatemala, or from um, Puerto Rico, please come on over. <laughs> we will not discriminate. You know, I just thought that that is a pretty good name for the town where the Nice Colt headquarters or headquarters is. You know. Pleasant Grove. Yeah. Pleasant Pleasant Grove. Grove. That is a damn good name. It is. Damn it. So you're telling a story. Let me tell you about Ludie Larson, the white white witch. Did she go down there? Is there there something else I could drink? I'm really thirsty. Yeah, so we've got got some kombucha. We've got some lemonades here. Lemonade sounds great. Kombucha. Have you had kombucha? Mm -hmm. It's not that bad. This one's not the best. It's a little too... What do you want? That one or this one? Or the other? This is fine. Raspberry. So anyway... Um, <clears throat> Ludie Larson uh, looked over everything, and she said, "There's plenty of water in there." Did you see okay. the mango Pepsi? I kind of oh. want to try it. Oh. It's pretty good. I wouldn't mind having it. Right. Does, it doesn't actually taste like cola. I'm gonna finish this stuff. I need the calories right now. That's a good thing. I'm on a I'm on a low a low carb diet, and so you're getting your carbs. Yeah, I have to get I have to get it away from home. Mm-hmm. All of my calories. So. She's, and I told you about the artesian well. She's like, there's an artesian well there somewhere. And she's like, water, I think, is about 10 feet or 30 feet down. So they brought the water witch over there and uh, she started dousing. And Eric said it was actually quite interesting and fun. So she'd go and she'd find the water with one thing and then she'd pop out another one to see how many, how far down it was and uh, about what was the water pressure. In other words, how many gallons per minute you could get. She looked at it, and it was exactly the same. No, it wasn't exactly the same. But there were some similarities. Yeah, but she says, there's plenty of water down there, but it's not 30 feet down. It's like 130 feet down, which sounds more reasonable to me. And uh, she pointed to several places that looked pretty good, including one place where she was like, you could get like about 30 gallons a, a minute. I, I hope either or of them are right. It'd be very nice. So, <laughs> so Lydia so Larson has not been upgraded to the White Witch. She's, she's still she's a gray not, witch. No, no, she's she's the White Witch, Lydia Larson. Well, she's not she's, a white sorceress. She, she's not a sorceress. She's yes. not a sorceress. And, unless we find the artesian well. So anyway, we got we kind of combined a couple things, and we're going to drill where they both said there was water. So there's mm-hmm. a place where there's right there. So like, Ludie Larson went down there with. No, she just did it. On she doesn't the even need to be there. 
She just yeah. looks at a picture. I and like, cannot stand those machines. And the fact that mom, it. the she fact that good. mom does the same thing that she, she follows that garbage. It's like okay. yeah, that's right now my is sticking. I'm doing the thing, and it's that is the biggest bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's wrong. Look at this. I'm I'm testing right now, and it's wrong. <laughs> so that, what so you're saying dumb. is wrong. Oh 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 oh. Am I wrong so, too? Yeah. No, you're wrong. That he's you are right that he's wrong. <laughs> okay. So just <laughs> tracing circles in your palm can tell that. Yeah, and no, it's, 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 you can it's, do different things. Speaking. Like you can rub your 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 thumb over your forefinger, and and when it sticks. When it kind of sticks, it's like, oh, that's the that's answer that I need. Oh, so you that knows it. that's in touch with the universe, bringing itself into reality. Oh, it's a form a of what kinesiology? That's what it's called, yeah. right? Yeah, or witchcraft. Is one, that one thing where where you're holding I, I like a witchcraft. pendulum? Okay. If you're holding a weight on a string and you will it to move, like a pendulum. Yeah, is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably it, more it's accurate more with a, a pendulum. <laughs> but I've seen people do that yeah. the same I technique I, I really like arm breaks those are fun all of them are garbage guys <laughs> but what is accurate I think we can all agree is when you toss bones from a rabbit a dead rabbit and you see how how they fall I thought you it was a kind of, possum I think it could be a possum a possum and or rabbit yeah. I think I'll take that over all of it I'll take the bones or over tea it because that's just as much <laughs> never mind okay Oh, ye of yeah. small faith, what? I tell you. When I was in Missouri, I drilled a well, and it was uh, over 200 feet deep. The way I witched the, the well was with two L-shaped rods, copper rods, uh-huh. and you hold them almost level in front of you, parallel, and then if they like cross, then that's where, that's where the water's supposed to be. So I was pretty sure... Maybe. I mean, they were crossing like crazy in this one spot. So I started drilling there, and we drilled like with a uh, like Briggs and Stratton powered well driller, six feet tall, uh, for almost a month. We drilled 200 feet down, and no water. But black gold, Texas tea. You struck oil. <laughs> I I found the only spot. Down there, where there wasn't water. <laughs> this is this is what Missouri, right? This is Missouri, where and everywhere there's water. everywhere yeah. there's water. Yeah. You you found the spot that wasn't there. You need right. to retune the yeah. dowsing rods. Maybe it's like a you know get a stud finder when you put it on the wall and you put it on a stud and then you go and you, you everywhere that the stud isn't it will show up as a stud. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I, yeah those yeah. are remarkably uh, inaccurate. What? No, actually, they're, the they're pretty accurate. I've really... You're, you're, like, Don, you're like Don with his rods. <laughs> you're, you just don't know how to use them. What you did find was a test of your faith. <laughs> I guess so. That's what you needed all yeah. along. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. Uh, we have a treat today. Here we have, uh, I don't know, we're delving into mysticism and Mormon mythology. So today, in our discussion, we're going to kind of challenge what it means to be a cult. What is a cult? And because in some people's books, this checks off a lot of the things to be a cult, but it, we'll have to make up our mind. So at the mm -hmm. end, let's answer that question. In late 
1800s, James Coyle was born. And when he was in his 30s, so this is 1894, he had a dream. He was missing one of his cows. He's a a herder. And he couldn't find one of the cows. And not having a cow or not knowing where one of your cows is back then, um, kind of like losing a car. So they they were really, he really wanted to find it. And he had this dream. He prayed about it. And he had this dream where he saw it in his dream. And so he went to that area. Even though he had looked there before, he was able to find this cow. And so he thought, well, maybe this is my gift is... I'm able to have dreams and tell the future. He prayed and he said, well, if this is my gift. I'm going to welcome anything you want to say to me through a dream. I'll go and do whatever He's talking I need about to do. God and this God is, yeah. and not, and not just anybody around that's no, like, but hey, I want you to do this in a dream. As he, oh, yeah, in a, yeah, in a prayer. He, he, no. he, was, he was telling God that. So he God. wants to exercise his spiritual gifts. Yes. Okay. And so he offered that up as, you know, I'll be your vessel. I will, I'll get those dreams and then I'll follow whatever you want. Like Joseph from Egypt. Yes. Okay. And so not too long after that, he had a dream, one of the three Nephites. So this is like Mormon mythology of these three Nephites who never died. These old ancient American settlers uh, showed him on the side of a hill where they had buried gold. And so they, they were very specific. It was on this side. He lived in the middle of Utah County in Utah and in a place called Leland. I think it's Leland or Lakeshore. And he had a dream. It was towards the east and he saw this rocky protuberance and he said that's the visitation said that's where that's where you should that's dig. where you should dig. And so he gets up the next morning and he start he goes up there and digs. And it's kind of loose gravel at first, but then it gets really solid. And so it, it becomes really difficult to dig. So did he find that spot right off the bat? Yeah, he found, well, he, he dug in a few places. Okay. And, but the place he really felt good about was this place that he really put his time and effort in. At the time he was a bishop. So a kind of a leader of his, of a church leader okay. in his area. And he knew he needed help. And so... At the pulpit, he got up and he he stood up in front of the congregation and told everyone about his dream, and they um, and he asked for help and you know he was really well loved, well respected, and they some people came, some of the people in his congregation came to help, and then he realized he needed not only more people up there, but he needed to have some money so he could. He could buy mining equipment and mm-hmm. pay some surveyors and buy the buy the land and all this stuff. And so he uh, made a corporation and got the mineral rights, bought the land, and then sold stock. And I think he had 600,000 shares of stock that he sold. And at first it wasn't worth very much, but people bought this to are buying into his dream and really believed in him as a, as someone who was kind of a prophetic dreamer. And that kind of got the attention of the church of the LDS church, who he was a a pastor for. And so they sent someone down after it got kind of bigger and people started buying into it. And he was 
mentioning his dreams. They, and he had had several dreams about this over mm-hmm. the pulpit and over and talking to other church leaders and people in his area. Hundreds of people were buying were buying shares into the mine. So the uh, what time was this anyway? This was the late eighteen hundreds. Late eighteen hundreds. Early nineteen hundreds. Okay. They sent someone. I think it's James Talmadge. That came over. He's a geologist, and it was also one of the church leaders. Came over and looked at the area and said, "You know, this kind of rock is not the kind of rock you find gold in. Mm-hmm. And so, you you're mining for gold here isn't uh, isn't going to be fruitful." And he came back and said, "Well, it's not. We're not mining for gold. There's actually hidden treasure. The Nephites dug down and hid. Nephites were the ancient inhabitants." of the Americas in LDS uh, lore the lore in their faith. And so they had buried treasure in this in this outcropping of rock. The church said, you know, this is isn't uh you can't talk about this in front of this in front isn't of the sanctioned. This is not sanctioned. You can't talk about this in front of the congregation. If you do, you will be you'll be excommunicated. You'll be kicked out of the church. And he stopped but then he kind of continued a little bit because this was something he believed in with all of his heart he had seen a vision several visions showing him very like details about this one of the some of the details were that there was he would have to dig down and then there were dig down a certain depth i think it's like 1400 feet and then there were some different places to explore and in the fourth one that's where if you dug down from there that's where he was going to find this capstone is what he called it it was like a layer of rock that was really thick and then underneath that rock there were going to be nine rooms filled with this native american treasure okay and i start Please. talking about this yeah no no. (laughs) i just want to go rationally through my mind like First off, Native Ancient Americans mm-hmm. buried this treasure 1,400 right. feet down underneath these rocks, underneath these big were, rocks. Like, they had to dig down. No. They were, okay. they were the same ones who, who made the pyramids probably in Mesoamerica and in, uh, like, the Aztecs and stuff. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It is kind of a tall tale. But, I mean, he had this... He had this belief, and okay. even uh, more and more people were buying into it. And the the church is saying, you know, this is not sanctioned, and you can't talk about this. And eventually, they called him in to the church headquarters, and they asked him about it. And they said, well, if you, it, he wanted to talk to the prophet of the church, the president of the church, and they. Um, Who was it? Wild, 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 I think Wild, it was Wilfred Woodruff. And they yeah. said, okay, we'll just sign this paper. And then when you sign this paper, then we will we can set up a meeting. He signed the paper, and the paper actually kind of denounced that he could receive this kind of prophecy for the church. Uh-huh. And so basically he was denying his gift. And he was told in a previous vision that he should never deny mm-hmm. his gift. And so when he did that, not only did they say, okay, thank you, and take it and not give him a 
not give him an, him an audience with the prophet, they excommunicated him. <laughs> now the question is, is it in church history that it happened that way, or did the church say something different? I think there's various accounts, but that's his account. That's his account. That's his account. But the but the church. Um, I mean, this is a, enough of a record that I mean, there's a, you can look on the hill and see the mine. So from my house, you can see it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I know, I understand that. I'm just saying, like this, this record is from him. That oh, the church came in and they made me sign this, and then they excommunicated me. Well, they in what is on church record is they okay. excommunicated him, mm-hmm. and he previously was a prophet, and. The reason why they, oh yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, bishop. The reason why they excommunicated him was he was, he was teaching false doctrine. So that's the that's the other side of it. So it wasn't a prophet, official prophet, or anything like that of of any church. He was just a. He's someone who had a vision. Mm -hmm. Didn't he die like a year after he was excommunicated? Yeah, a year after he was excommunicated, but he he never gave up his. He never said, besides signing that paper, that which he said, this is the worst mistake of my life. I can't believe I signed that. He never denied that the treasure was real. Okay. To, so he went to his deathbed with that. And there are still 6,000 people or more that have shares in the mine. They have meetings at least once a year where they talk about the mine. And up until, well, even... Years after he'd passed away, they were mining there. And they never got to the capstone. They never got to any treasure. But a lot of people still believe in mm-hmm. that this treasure is down there. And part of his vision was that this would be... They call it the official name of this activity there, this, this mine, was the relief mine. And it was going to be, according to his visions... Um, when America really needed the money the most and the church and the state needed this money, needed the gold, it would be revealed to them. And so that's still waiting to happen. There are still hundreds or thousands of people waiting for that occurrence. Waiting to cash in. And waiting to cash in. And then that money was supposed to save the church and then save even America from certain death. And so since that time, we had the 1920s roll around when the America re- you know, was in a Great Depression. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe, there's, maybe there is a time in the future where he has a, where the church, the LDS church, where the country is going to need money, and then somehow this is going to be mined more or the bottom will drop out and there'll be a hidden cavern or something like that with all of this ancient ancient american gold and then it will save the save the country but there's also supposed to be other treasures there like the sort of laban and the golden plates uh, uh, yerman thummim just basically if you're mormon you'll know what those things are mormon artifacts basically yeah so yeah, uh, that one. And so why I think this is a... Oh, okay. Let me tell you why I think <laughs> why this is a cult. Why do you think this is a cult? I think it's a cult because you have a charismatic leader. Okay. A well-loved, yes. He, he, well-loved. He did ask for people to follow him. Mm-hmm. He knew that the church didn't sanction his efforts. 
and so did the people. And he wasn't the only one excommunicated. There were a lot of other people. So he was the leader. And then they put their beliefs in him above the LDS church. And so so he asked a lot from them. He had a vision that everyone was supposed to follow. and And it changed a lot of people's lives. And some people were excommunicated from the church. And so he almost had... If, I think if he had lived longer, I mean, he wanted to be a member of the church, of the LDS church still, but I think that he would have broken off if he lived longer, if this happened earlier in his life. I think this was a start of a cult if it wasn't a cult. There, He didn't seem to have like a lot of control directly over the people who, who followed his, his belief. Yeah. Also, even if it was, it could have been the start of the cult. I don't think it's a cult now. I mean, yes, maybe a whole bunch of people get together once a year, uh, you know, to talk about it and stuff like that. But is it really changing people's lives? You know, does it hit the things that, you know, are are culty? In other words, are they sacrificing a whole lot? I do know that. So you can buy some of the shares every once in a while. It would be kind of cool to have one. I, I have to admit, I would love to have a share. <laughs> but um, so I listened <laughs> just, just to just for the historical aspect of it. Uh, it would, it would be so cool. I'd 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 hang it up on the wall right next to my uh, certificate uh, for being a member of the Nice Cult, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, so there are people. So I listened to an interview that didn't happen not too long ago, um, where they were talking about someone called in it was a radio show and they had someone who was very familiar they he had worked in the dream mine they call it the dream mine or the relief mine mm-hmm. a lot of different names uh, but he had worked there as a kid and he really believed strongly in this and he said that the church was wrong well if the prophet would have heard bishop coyle then everything would be different. And But he never got to hear Bishop Coyle. Mm-hmm. And when someone said, yeah, I have some shares in the mind, he's like, you're going to want to hang on to those. Hang on for the, to those with for dear life, because those are going to save the country. I figure that those shares in the mind are just as valuable as any kind of Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I, I think they're less valuable less, cause, yeah. because Bitcoin, there's a lot more people that believe yeah, in it. Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and that's all this is going on. Mm-hmm. It's just why belief, why yeah. do people still believe in this? Like, what did this bishop have? He had a few dreams. One came true that we saw, and that's about his cow. And that's throughout his life, he he had visions of various. Yeah, he was known. He was known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was known in the area. So he was almost for the area, kind of doing other prophecies as well. And so he had kind of taken the role of prophet before this happened. And so the the church really didn't like him that much. What well, what do you mean by Well, they didn't like him because he had well, I see he did the prophet, but were the prophecies coming true? Are they are they self-fulfilling prophecies? Are these like I just are these prophecies legit? What did that work? Were they all about his cow? Like maybe when they <laughs> find they? that capstone, will they find the cow? <laughs> was it was it like the uh, you know the the first one, the Guardians, where she's like, there's going to be an earthquake in California. It was today. that kind of thing where he prophesied things that were very general and they came true. And But there were, there were enough of those that, and it was common enough that he was seen as a, 
as almost a general authority mm-hmm. of the, of a church in Utah County. Yeah, also remember, according to the church, I mean, spiritual gifts are a big part of the organization, which includes prophecy and having visions and dreams and stuff like that. So, But that's great, but I don't think, I think that the prophecy, you don't give prophecy for people... other than yourself, well, so he, that, that that's the reason why the the leaders of uh, the LDS Church were having problems with it. So, yeah, and well, he, no, this, isn't that the way it's supposed to be anyway? You're not supposed to be giving prophecy for other people. Well, that's why do prophets? No, give prophets prophecy? like that's their well, so people he, that are underneath you. So he explained this away. He had that. He had that. Uh, he had that question a lot, and he said, "Well, this is my. I'm a steward." Of the people in this area, and as a steward of them, like a, a, a bishop, he was yeah, a bishop. Yeah, bishop. So. As a steward, I I have prophecy for them, mm-hmm. and and my prophecy is that we should build this mine and dig in this area for Nephite ancient American gold. So, having grown up in the LDS religion, uh-huh. those type of bishops are the scariest they are the worst <laughs> bishops to have because all rational no almost all rational thought goes out because it's all about it's the spirit that's guiding me on everything and they're not questioning and there's you know there's it's all about and if you like are like you know what no i can't i'm not going to do that calling i can't do it they're like oh well i was just told to do that and i'm like well i'm sorry but I was told something different. I mean, well, it's, I, it's 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 that sort of a thing that scares me more than anything when someone says that they are, and then they're going above and beyond and not giving people the option. Really, it's just saying, no, this is this is the prophecy. This is true. You guys are all going to well, do I, this. I think the the LDS Church was really young by then. Remember, eighteen twenty is when Joseph Smith had mm-hmm. his vision. This is 1890. This is just a few years later. This is within a lifetime. settled in Utah. Yeah. And so that, I don't think things had been settled enough to... And if we're talking, yeah, we're doing no, riffle, you, that's where we uh, the church started having quite a few changes with like polygamy and stuff like that. It started becoming a little bit more mainstream or pretending to be so. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, it, yeah, that's, but you still have... was after that, after the drain mine, right? No, it was from the beginning, or from to almost the beginning until... until no, 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 I mean... So about that time. No, that's when it ended, sorry. Yeah, right around that time. It ended around that time because of that. So, cult, was this a cult, yay or nay? I don't know. I say no. No? I still, I, I say no No too. from Don, no from Thor... You can still have a bunch of people believing in something. I don't I, I, no, I don't. I don't think it is, because the only thing they have really as a ritual is they have a meeting once a year. Yeah, it's yeah, there's like a company. Yeah. I think this is more. This is a cult like. It could, like it could have been Pluto a cult. is a planet. I feel like this is this it's is kind of like a mini cult. I feel like this is a multi-level marketing company <laughs> where they're like where they're like, hey everybody, we've got the greatest thing. What is it? Well, we don't really have anything yet, but it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I think it falls under the category of uh, Mormon folk- folklore or an urban legend. Yeah. Which is the reason why I would love to buy or have a share of that mine. That'd be so awesome. 
if <laughs> you have a share in the Dream Mine and want to trade it for membership into the Nice Cult, we will let that happen. <laughs> we will we will yeah. give ten people membership for every share. <laughs> I think we're really. How, how much does a share cost now? I I'll find out. Okay, I'm not really sure. I knew somebody who had a number of shares. Coincidentally, he was also a polygamist who uh, lived in this rock, an actual rock in, in Canyonlands, Missouri. I mean, I mean Utah, and uh, it's in a spot between. Uh, Moab and Monticello called Hatch Rock and they called it Rockland Ranch and there was this guy and he had three wives and his kids and they were blasting holes in this rock uh, with dynamite. They they were doing it to to kind of like I don't Hobbit know, homes. Hobbit homes. Come on. To to weather like difficult times. Three wives and they're building a bomb shelter out yeah. of rock. I think that's cold. Well, you got yourself a cult there, and we can put a link to to this on the on our website. This is Rockland Ranch. This is Hatch Rock, uh-huh. and this is how it is in the past five years. That so really that really cool. looks cool. So I want that. Does for... this guy make money? Like because it's so not cheap. The original guy's dead. I mean, he passed away ten years ago. They have a store, know, but don't his, they? yeah, they do. Yeah. They have a store. They have a bed and breakfast. It's a it's kind of a, a popular tourist spot now. There's even a Netflix. It's kind series. of a hole in the rock, though. It, it's next <laughs> next. There's a place called <laughs> Hole in the Rock, but it's it's about ten miles north. They have a Netflix series now. It's called A Man and Three Wives or something like that, and uh, you can watch that and and find out all about how a modern polygamist group lives. It's it's interesting. So they had shares in the Dream Mine. Yes, yes, he, he had shares in the Dream Mine. Um, also, we talked about the FLDS. Um, uh, when they broke up, a lot of them moved out to this rock. So oh, okay. The, so it's, it's there's more populated. Right? This is the kind of thing that point. would appeal to FLDS, mm-hmm. like Mormon offshoot religions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'll. Uh, there's still, I mean, mainstream Mormons that do have shares in this mine. Yeah, people, uh, largest percentage is right here where we live, right I was, here in Utah County. I was telling you, yeah, that my mom knows uh, one of the people who, in, who are in charge of that, so, the mine. Why? So, why does she know? No. Because she... No, mom's uh, a witch. I know that, okay? <laughs> Mom knows lots of people. I, She's I would not call the white witch. witch. I would call her a spiritualist. Okay? Would you call her that? Okay. Yes, uh-huh. I... I Okay. Yeah, you yeah. can't call your mom a witch. You can't. Nope. Okay. So okay. spiritual. No, no, I don't. I don't mean Unless that. I mean, witch, yes. Why do people still believe in this? Uh, it's part of uh, tradition and folklore here. Number one. Number two. It doesn't really hurt anything. Yeah. Okay. To you know what? To be like, oh man, that'd be so awesome if there was treasure there. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. I don't see a big deal about well, it. Well, so this. Whole- I don't. So I this think... is another another side to this before you okay. before you right. finish. Before I start going so right. this is this is a religion who does believe in, in miracles. In miracles. That yeah. there were Native American tribes writing on golden plates or brass plates and a guy brought them to New York and with a sword that was 
passed down from generation to generation and seer stones and put in a it's, box. It's a very in, mystical religion. In, in New is. York and mm-hmm. buried there. And then they guided a, a young man, Joseph Smith, to this box of made of stone in a hill in New York. It isn't too far away from that. No, this, 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 this is further. Is it? Because it's this a buried is, treasure in this Utah. This is further because... Okay, Rather the than Joseph, New York. The, no, because the Joseph Smith one is... Yeah, it wasn't buried 1,300 feet. It was buried by ancient Nephites, by ancient no, Americans. No, I got, I got that. Okay. Okay, I'll so we're that. talking about just and how deep it's buried. Okay, that's one thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying rationally, that's one yeah. thing. Uh-huh. It wasn't buried 15,000 feet, whatever it is, 1,500. Number two, the amount of gold saying that was stored in there... As opposed to amount, the amount of the, the plates and just a few things that were there with the Joseph Smith story. Okay, so there's a, an so, amount of gold is the second thing the that ima- isn't, well, isn't believable. Yeah. It's not believable because there's nothing like that in this whole area. Well, you know yes, in this whole area. But there have been some treasure uh, tomes, tombs that have been uncovered that have had an awful lot of gold and cool stuff in there. Yeah, like uh, in Egypt, the uh, King oh, Tut was oh, you were pretty saying nice. In Egypt, and, okay. Uh, I thought you were saying here in, in Utah, around this area. In in, in no, in South America, there were uh, South America is a different story. Yeah. That's a lot of it. Yeah. But I can't, yeah, to bring the amount of gold up here that they're talking about and things like that would be it would be a feat. It would be like you have like well, there's. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're you're trying to. You're, what are you? You're trying to disprove the Joseph Smith no, one and prove. No, the I'm just trying to one? say it's so, it's not so far different from Joseph right. Smith's story. I feel it's this further. Bishop Boyle story. I feel story. it's further. Well, I feel it's way further. So in a, in a religion that that is centered on modern day miracles, if the angel can give Joseph these plates and then take them away, then if it's not a huge leap to say the angel could also like magically put them miraculously put them in a chamber uh, fifteen hundred feet under the ground. Miraculously, I'm a one. Is much better yeah. I'm uh, I'm very one. Uh, I'm very one. I'm one person that thinks like God is rational. Like in I I feel that he is. He's not going to just be like mm, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to make these people dig down in this mine and do this and those that believe are going to be the ones you know it's just like it's just there's no sense to it it's nonsensical nonsense nonsensical nonsensical i no more i i agree i i my belief (laughs) is that god is very rational too but my belief is also that we are not as humans (laughs) and so that's what 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 we know and what god knows are two different things and so what we think is rational might not be okay so let's just say that there was anciently ancient is that that a word anciently Mm -hmm. a a vein that you could go down 1500 feet into a into an area where it was hollowed out by, by uh, just the forces of nature, okay. and so that mine, that little area, already existed, and the ancient and inhabitants it up with the earthquake. Or something. Well, the, the ancient yeah. inhabitants. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for solving that for me. Yeah. So the ancient inhabitants yeah. had this gold that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They were instructed to keep 
for some future purpose and then they buried it there or they put it there as a because they were commanded to earthquake happened that shaft was buried and now they're digging down from a different part of the mountain to that uh area and they haven't gotten through that capstone air uh over the top of the cavern. of the yeah. cavern and so maybe this is an all natural do you have, thing do you have shares in this nathan and i would like to give you my <laughs> shares <laughs> i'm selling sell my shares the I'm, shares just went up my, <laughs> i I'm have hoping to admit i really love this episode guys <laughs> I want, I like, I have some shares in the dream mine and in Dogecoin that I want to share. I want to sell you. So, actually, I do have a, I, I do have about 80 shares of Dogecoin. Is that, I bought it at 40 cents and it went up to 80, didn't it? 77, 70 something. It was, it was a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I could have, I could have had it all. I could have struck. I could have been a hundred air. You, you, you should have, you should have gone with the dream mind shares. It would have been worth more. <laughs> it hold its value like, better. It, it I think the dream mind shares have held its value better than anything. I, we need to find out how much they are. Okay. We'll, so, we'll no, find it and put a link I, out there. I feel like you guys are trying to make me into a bad person. Because uh, I normally we don't have to typically. Do I'm that, really maybe. excited. I'm really excited about things. But like, oh, I don't care this. But like the things that we bring into this podcast, I'm like so like, what the hell are people thinking? I'm like so flabbergasted by this that it's like so that people are so so much behind it. It well, just drives me crazy because normally I'm like with Thor, where he's like, oh, what does it hurt? Yeah, you're right, it doesn't hurt anything. But then when you get deep down into it and they're like nope no no well these guys were farmers in i'm talking about the modern people i'm not talking about during that i don't think the modern i don't think as many modern people think that it's i don't think as many people think that it's true i think that that is dwindling but there's still a core set of believers that Really believe that this is. If the, you want to have a piece of the urban legend, a piece of that artifact that was hand that's been handed down since not, the turn of the century, nineteen hundred, that that's valuable for, for historical reasons. Well, sure, it's fun to talk about it like this, but then when you when you talk to someone that is like really into the mine, that like you see it in their eyes that they're really believing it, it's a little scary. This is going to be. Nice cult believers 100 years from now. No, nice. <laughs> nice. We're not leaving anything out. Are we prophesying yet? Oh, yes, Not we yet. Have, we, have we? We but we are handing out certificates. We are. Yeah. <laughs> we it's going to be worth membership gold. Yeah. In the nice cult for relief mine shares. We definitely will. As I say, and we're totally into just that. Just so you know, the nice cult membership is going to be worth a whole lot more than that mm. relief. It will never be worth less than $35. They, they, they have the prospect of maybe miraculously sometime in the nebulous future to find gold, but we have gold already in our hearts. See, the, that was beautiful. The treasure was with us all along the way. <laughs> maybe that's the lesson. Maybe that's what God's just trying to teach people. It's like, you're searching for gold, but don't you know you're supposed to be digging in the depths of your heart, not the cavern? <laughs> yeah. I like maybe. it. Mm. That's beautiful. So let's do the good, the bad, the culty. Okay.
and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. The good is he got a bunch of people to believe in a cause and work together for the common good for the future. Because they weren't doing it mm-hmm. because they thought they'd be rich. Well, some of them thought they'd get rich, but a lot of them thought it, they were going to help the church, save, save the, the church. community, and the country. Yeah. And so... Altruistic. Yeah. I think another good thing is the fact that he, even though the church excommunicated him, he still was thinking, you know what, this is going to be still for the church. I'm still doing this for the church, even though... I feel he was delusional. He still was... It wasn't like, all right, to screw everyone. I'm, this is all for me, and these guys are going to hell. It was, oh, this is going to save the church. We're, I'm still doing it. We're this. still doing it, yeah. yeah we're still doing it to He save never the denied it. He never gave up yeah. on his dreams. So, yeah. And that's pretty good. He, and he yeah. was in, well, hopefully in tune with his inner persona. I don't know. Okay. Strike that, How guys. about... So that's the good. The bad... Oh, oh no! One more good. Good yeah. organization, creating yeah. a company and stuff like that. Not, uh, and then like I imagine with this with a stock company, you'd have like a board of directors and stuff like that. So it wasn't just one crazy guy, you know. Now you must walk backwards in order to you know have this mind be fulfilled or whatever. Good. It, Another good thing is I think uh, I think he started the Mormon tradition or the LDS tradition of getting people to work for pizza. <laughs> you're like hey everybody come over to my house and work on the yard i'll give you all pizza yay everybody might, comes and does the thing similar, and so, similar to that and so he had like potluck dinners or something yeah it's mm-hmm. like hey everybody uh i had a vision come over to my come over to my little hill uh, let's start digging in it and uh everybody's gonna get fed some food <laughs> all right we'll do it <laughs> we don't know for sure if that's what happened, but we like to think so. Yes. Okay, bad. The bad. Bad is, it was not true. What? No, you, you can't say that. I can't because say that. Oh, okay, again. because it we'll, could be. We'll, let's say that trained geologists and leaders of the church he was in charge of, who were supposed to be receiving revelation, told him not to do it. <laughs> and he's like, I have to follow my heart. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. This I'm kind of torn which way. I don't know. I, I still feel... I, I'm kind of far away. I still feel that the prophecy for other people is was being abused grossly on this one. Like, uh-huh. that's fine. You can be a steward over people. You can be a steward over that. But you need to have checks and balances. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he listened to his checks and balances. Namely, the church officials that said, hey... This isn't. This isn't right. This isn't. Yeah. We've we've gone. We've we've even checked it out. You're not going to find anything. Listen to science. Yeah. Uh, science. So, but if you're science. in Utah County at some point and you're traveling south, uh, look towards above Salem, above Spanish Fork. There's a little area and there's a white part on the hill. You see like a building and some white tailings from an old mine. That's the dream mine. It's not active, but every once in a while they give tours. And so... Oh, wow. I know. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to, mm. to get a tour of that. That would be awesome. I know someone who knows someone summer, who can do that. Trip? So oh, cool. maybe we can do... We can if, arrange if something. If we can arrange nice. something, that'd be that'd awesome. Be great. 
How far did they dig down? They you can go down um part to different parts of the mine. Some of them have been have, are uh, filled with water, but you can go down there um every once in a while for Can you scuba dive in the parts that have water? <laughs> they they frown on that, I think. <laughs> you know, I so this is kind of an aside. I had a dream when I was mm. I think I was 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> One of the most vivid dreams of my life. That what was her I, name? Her, <laughs> Sheila. No, uh, no, her uh, her name. So the my dream was in the corner of our property was this a thicket that had we had never um, used that property had never been used. It was it still had these native bushes there, Potawatomi bushes, which are kind of the the uh, native plum. Mm-hmm. That the, nat- that the uh, Native Americans would eat. This is in Alabama. This, no, this it? is here in Utah. Oh, here in Utah, Utah okay. uh, Pleasant Grove. And so I had this dream, like at this portion of our property, I dug down and I found golden plates. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. It was super vivid. That I brought them up, and I was I leafed through them. I was kind of like a Joseph Smith dream. And then I was told to put them back, and then to and then I woke up. And then after that, it took, like, that happened in the winter. That summer, I'm like, I remember, I know exactly that place where I need to dig. And I actually did dig in my backyard. Did you find anything? I went about, I mean, maybe I needed to go deeper, but I I went about four and a half feet deep. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Especially for a kid. Did not find anything. Oh. That's actually Just because I didn't dig five feet deep. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was Do you think in the middle of the night we could go over to that same property and start digging? Like, let's I don't do it my, quietly. I think my stepmom would be fine with that. Oh, is she still there? Yeah. Huh? Let's go there and let's do it. Let's do a trek. We still have to do it in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> We're going to enlist I, nice cult members. We're going to bring pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are going to come. We'll have a... Five feet is is kind of deep. I think that if we were going to do that, it would be better to go to Home Depot and, and rent a, a backhoe or something like what that. What if you damaged the plates, Thor? Please. I Was there a protective covering? Do you remember? I, I, was there like my, a stone box? There there was, but it was... I remember I lifting something off of it, but it was something I could easily lift. Mm-hmm. But you were picking up the plates, too. Yeah. So it was something that wasn't that heavy. It, it was heavy, heavy, but it was he like... He had the spirit helping him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please. So, but maybe my my dream was the real one, and Bishop Coyle's was the, the false, false one. one. He's been, there it is. He's been searching in the wrong place. Have you, have you had any other awesome prophetic dreams? No. Like about a cow? No. Or... No, nothing. No, okay. he has a better track record when it he comes does. to that. He does. He does. Dream about a goat. Does that count? <laughs> uh, what was the goat doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. That okay, part we, of the podcast was edited. <laughs> <laughs> um, no bestiality. No, there's nothing like that. I don't remember what what happened. I've had dreams about my goats. They're like jumping sure, around. Sure, of course. Yeah, jumping around and playing. They're, that's what goats are good for. Okay. Yeah. So, unrelated we... subject. There, they discovered that there's there was a binary system of of stars rotating around each other, mm-hmm. and one of them was much bigger than the other one, much more dense, and it stripped all of the all of the 
plasma off the other one and it only its diamond core was left behind and it became just a planet rotating that star that's like five times as big as the earth is it called colob solid diamond i mean you could call it whatever you want <laughs> so you know how you can have a star named after you in the star registry i know it's a total scam but they have these stars out there and this company will find a a field of stars and then count like each of them have numbers and then you can na- have a star named after you and they'll log it in the registry and you do that for a friend or a family member or yourself yeah, it's like 20 bucks or something yeah what would happen if that star happened to be one the one that you was named after you i think i think what if we we create shares in this diamond planet for people to to mine diamond off of it. Why don't we create share? I like that idea, but how about if we created shares in the mine in my old backyard? <laughs> That's what I think. I was thinking that. That is closer to home. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Uh, so what do we want to take on? Oh, we already we kind of talked about that. Yeah, possibly uh, getting shares in Nathan's gold plates in his backyard. I like that idea. Do you think that we? No, I don't. I'm doing the work to get the shares for something like that. I, do I have the ambition that the bishop had? I don't think I do. I I don't have the. I ambition. could dig. I could dig a five foot hole though. <laughs> what if we find ancient American sprinkler pipes? <laughs> Um, I think that's probably a lot more likely. Actually. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll report back. Have you heard of Bro- Brother Brigham's Gold? That legend. So this one was missionaries converted a bunch of uh, Native Americans, and they okay. Which they, tribe, Nathan? Um, I think the Ute tribe, or the Paiute. Where? Where? Or right in here in Utah. Okay. And they would times. pay their they would pay their tithing. You're supposed to pay ten percent in tithing. Oh. They would pay it in gold, and this gold was like you know this is little bags of gold that they would give to the church. And uh, someone found out about it and followed when it was about tithing time. Followed this guy that would pay the tithing for the tribe into the mountains, and he hid so he could find the watch the guy come back, watch the Native American guy come back with the gold so he could find out where he where he was going. And the um the the guy that was the guy that had followed the Native American was uh, killed out there. And but he had said this is his second time following them and he thought he had narrowed it down to some place in the Hyuentas, the mountain range above well, between Salt Lake. Salt Lake and Wyoming. So they're supposedly, that's where there's a hidden mine that they called Brother Brigham's Gold because mm-hmm. it was, they paid Brigham Young in gold. I've heard that. I've, yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You'd think those, that Indian tribe would take advantage of that a little bit more. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's ethically um, shady to ascribe it to Brigham Young if it belonged to this tribe. Yeah, uh, that would if it was the Uintas, it would be the Ute tribe. Yeah, you're right. So, would our if we found gold in my backyard, would it be Ronaldo DiCaprio's mine? Mine, of course it is, without okay. a doubt. All right, Ronaldo's the Ronaldo's Ronaldo, mine. Ronaldo mine, mine Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, what I'm saying, Nathan, is you guys make me bad, okay? I'm a bad person. Like, I'm supposed to be good. You're the, I, yeah. I'm supposed to be good, okay? And every other podcast I've done, I was the one that was the happy-go-lucky guy. And now I have to be the asshole, okay? And I have that to tell everyone. A, that was just a role you chose. <laughs> no, because everyone here is just goes along. You guys are all too nice. We got three. I'm, here I am melting down here, a Native American treasure. Well, and you're okay. saying you're the nice guy. <laughs> well, I mean, rationally, well, okay. No, we got I, three nice guys and Gunner, one person that has to be an ass. Is it, you're a nice guy. No. Gunner, no, no. this, this particular ass. episode here, as I say, is nothing compared to like the anthill kids yeah. and stuff like that, where. You know, we have every right to be like, what the heck? This is nothing. This is like, this is just a happy-go-lucky episode. Yeah, this is a good... Is it a happy-go-lucky? So I'm not supposed a bad to be happy cult. at it? This is not a bad yeah. cult. Yeah, yeah, when it comes, when it comes it to cults, a, yeah, this is nothing. If you guys believe this garbage, oh, please don't believe it. No. <laughs> Gunner, you, you, you yourself yeah. has said we will take a share of the mine. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because it's funny. Okay. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, exactly. It's the same reason to buy Dogecoin. Exactly. Because it's funny. It's yeah. funny. So it sounds yeah. so much like like I keep whenever you say Dogecoin, I'm thinking like I don't know. Um, you're not very well versed in internet memes. <laughs> no one. No, I don't want to be because they change so quickly. Yeah, it's, it's like it's pointless yeah. to be like. Oh, did you hear about this new thing called Doodlyby Gook? Yeah, that's bad. We're, t- we're cutting that out of the Doobly episode. That's for damn Are sure. you kidding? No, we're not. That, that's no, the only part we're keeping. <laughs> the whole episode is me. Doobly Gook. We're going to stick that in just randomly. And that's the name of this episode. Doobly <laughs> You keep on changing it. No, no, I'm sorry. It's like... Well, guys... If you're going to join a cult, cult, no shit. If you're going to join a cult, join, join the, the dream nice. mind. Oh, I mean the nice cult. <laughs> the dream mind cult. There we go. Uh, Dang it. Well, you got it. All right. Gunner, your heart wasn't in that at the end. You felt, it seemed like you felt my bad. My stomach hurts. Yeah. Oh. I got really. You tell me beforehand, is. we'll give you some Pepto. I was all. I told you beforehand, I said my stomach hurts. I should have brought the Pepto. Really? Isn't cola supposed to help with that? Warm Sprite. Warm Sprite. That's what they told us in Venezuela. Really? Yeah, That's they had. Horrible. Warm Sprite was like. That was the cure all. That was everything. Oh, you have a fever? Hey, have some warm Sprite. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cold. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. You know, I used to wear my pajamas uh, in high school and in college when I was going to class, so...
I remember that. I remember you had you had a shirt, like a Hawaiian shirt that didn't have a top button. And then you have like this chest hair stuck stuck out. And so with both of those combined with like so there's already not the two it's really the two top buttons because he never he didn't button the top one. So he didn't have that one gone, the next one or the that, that one not buttoned, the next one totally open, and then just chest hair pouring out like Tom Selleck <laughs> in high school. Tom was, Selleck was jealous. Uh, okay. <laughs> I did a a paper in high school. On Thor, just describing him, I was like, I called him a gorilla. Talked about his ch- his hair on his back. If you look at him from behind, yeah. And I sent this to the teacher, and and then the Grand Canyon in between his teeth. <laughs> and like my teacher loved it. She's like, she hadn't met Thor, but she's like, I wish I could meet this person. Yeah, like, like one of those times where I'm like. I have a couple instances where a teacher actually was like, that was done really well. So It's all dunking on your family. In an amusing fashion? In an amusing fashion, yeah. It was, it, no, it was great. It was, uh, yeah, I guess making fun of your family is where you get the most cred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you that's have one, it. That's one thing we all have in common. We make fun of my family? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do 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 do